It's the Low and Is Chargers podcast. Welcome back to Believe in the Chargers. I'm here with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. I'm Is Solo. This week's matchup, it's against the Carolina Panthers. Tell me what you think they're going to do without Christian McCaffrey today. Or this Sunday. Ooh, I tell you right now, it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be tough this Sunday for the uh, the Carolina Panthers, right? They got these Chargers coming to town. I think it's going to be tough sledding. Um, I'm excited. I know a lot of people, Chargers fans, they wish they could be at the game. It's going to be so exciting to watch this defense just cut, 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 cut it loose. But, you know, since they can't be a part of the game, is it's a lot of money out there to be made. What can they do if they want to get down on some action, baby? Hey, check out betonline.ag, guys. Guys, betonline.ag, guys, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, and it never closes. So guys, Chargers fans, Head on to out to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Solo, let's read some spreads. We promised these guys some spreads from last game. So the over-under for the game is 44.5 points. Do you have the over or do you have the under, low? You know what? I'm going to go under, man. I'm going to go under. I think that you want to make some free money, go the under, because I think that this Charger team's going to get it going. I just don't know what this Carolina Panthers team is going to do. Can they score points? Hell, the Chargers, are they going to score all 44? I don't know. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say the under on that. I know people can't be a part. I know people can't go to the game, but they can still be a part of the action. That's why they got to go to bet online, you know, bet, go to, go to what is it again? Yeah, yeah, they can go to, you know, I know a lot of people out there is are saying, my God, this is going to be an exciting game. Those Charger fans, you're right. It is going to be an exciting game for the Chargers. I know people say, man, I wish I could be a part of the game and go to the game. You know what? You might can't go to the game, but you can be a part of the game. You can go to betonline.ag.com, betonlineag.com, and then you can get your fill Take the under. Go to betonline.ag and bet the under. Uh, I'm going to go with the over for that game just because I know what the Chargers are going to do. Like we talked about, they're probably going to have like at least 24 points a game to in order to win their games. But Carolina, um, I don't know. I think they're going to give up more than 24 to this Chargers team. Just because of how Eckler's been playing and who I think uh, Herbert might start again, we don't know. But apparently um, Tara Taylor, he, the reason why he was out that game was because the team doctor accidentally punctured his lung trying to administer an injection to give him some painkillers for his cracked ribs. So we don't know uh, if he's going to come yeah, back. Yeah, that, 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 that was tough though is, you know, the team doctor had been there where you – you know, you got a, maybe a cracked rib or you're in a little bit of pain and you get the Toradol and get some numbing agents. And, you know, they tried to give him the Toradol shot and kind of went a little far there. And um, 
uh, pain, pain, pain reliever and hit the lungs. So, you know, had a punctured lung. So I don't see this guy coming back for at least three, four, four, five weeks, three to five weeks. You want to make sure that's completely healed. Um, it's official. You, the, the Chargers got their guy. They got him a lot earlier than they thought he was going to be starting. Uh, Justin Herbert, I think now it's his job. And you saw him against Kansas City, showed that he, the moment didn't get too big for him. And now you give him a full week with the game plan, taking all the reps, not splitting the reps. You know, uh, this guy, you got to realize, he didn't take all the reps last week. Tyrod took a lot of those reps. So now this guy know what the game plan is going to be designed for him. Uh, I like it a lot. So uh, this is a guy that's got the job now. So we're going to see what he's going to be able to do uh, as the full-time starter. Yeah, and I'm really excited for it. It's uh, it's a good thing to see young quarterbacks like that get their chance to shine. And we knew that he was going to be the guy, but like you said, it was a matter of time when originally I thought that it was going to be at the end of the season, like what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes, just letting him study under the veteran quarterback, see the game at his eyes, and be comfortable with the playbook. But now it's Herbert's time right now, and honestly, I don't see – Taylor getting the starting job back just because you don't take a guy like that so high just for him to not start for you when you had a chance for him to start. And he proved it yeah. last week yeah. that he can play with yeah. the best of them. He took Mahomes to an overtime game in his first game. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of people out there is that says, hell, you know, you know, I know Lynn had to hear all the critics that say, hey, go for it on fourth down. You're in the game. You're in overtime. You know, if you give that ball back to Mahomes, he's probably going to score. But that's Aaron thing Lynn believing in his defense, too. You know, you got one of the best elite pass rushers, two of those in the league. So you think those guys are going to get after him. But you look at what, you know, Justin was able to do. I, I, I like this kid. For one, he's stepped in and showed that he's got ice water running through his veins. Stepped in, and he immediately distributed the ball to a lot of different receivers and running backs. He was calm in the huddle. Is He didn't take any delay games, didn't get all jammed up. Wait out. Because he was in himself because how much success he was having. Um. So you do like that. You like those things that he, his attributes that he brings to the table. Now we get to see how they're going to game plan for him. How they're going to move the big guy out of the pocket because he can move. It wasn't just like, I, I, I was, I know you watch him a lot because you go to the, you know, the same college, you guys went to school together, but he moves in the pocket a lot better than what I, I thought. He's a guy that you can move the pocket still, so he still you can do some other things with this guy. I thought he was going to be more statuesque because he's so tall. But look for this this Charger team, and this is the first time he's underneath center at times. Look for him now to do the stretch plays, but the bootleg, and roll him out, and look for Henry on some drags across the middle because he has the speed. And with Eckler in this running game, you can run those zone stretch plays and boot the backside because everyone's going to be pinching and he's got enough speed to get to the outside and counter boot. And now you're in a situation where he puts pressure on the defense because he is a pretty fast guy. So he can run our pass, especially gets around that outside. So look for the Chargers to do a little bit of that. Look for him to let him create some space and they're going to let him cut it loose. You don't, you don't have to. And I think another thing that's big is to me for this young rookie quarterback it's just not having a lot of fans. Every team that goes 
A coach from sideline can yell something to him. He can get things dialed up. Players can get lined up receivers. I think it's a huge advantage for any young rookie that's got a starting job, especially a quarterback, to be the starter in this in these particular times with the COVID-19. Yeah, and uh, to talk back, to circle back to what you're talking about, him being able to be that mobile. Yeah, if you watched him in college, um, I did because I went to I go to the same college as him. It really wasn't a surprise to me seeing him being that mobile. He did that in the playoff games to win the Pac-12 championship against Utah. And in the Rose Bowl went over Wisconsin. He had to use his legs in order to put Oregon in position to get first downs and to ultimately win the game. And he's doing the same thing in the Chargers. So Chargers, they, they knew what guy they were getting. It wasn't just going to be another... Philip Rivers type of guy. It's going to be someone who's mobile, who knows how to use his leg, who knows when to run to get first downs and not, because we talked about it, about run first type of guys. They don't last long in the league. And whoa, compared... whoa, 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 is, is, but what about that freaking hit? He knocked 54 out. <laughs> did you see, is, did you yeah, see that? I saw he, that. <laughs> you're talking about he doesn't like contact. Is, I this think he doesn't like contact. He knocked, I just said but he isn't a run just... first type of guy. He should have got out of bounds. What You need to call your boy up and say, man, I don't want you taking those type of hits. I don't want you running over guys. Let Eckler do that. What was he doing out there running over linebackers, bro? Hey, he's built different. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 made, you, made an you made an interesting point. You were talking about what not going to get a guy like Phil Rivers, statuesque, can't really run and create things. Do you, and, and you look at guys, you know, look at Buffalo, look at their quarterback, you know, fireball, fire, kid from the Central Valley, from fireball, Josh Allen. You look around the league, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You look at, you know, Drew Brees, of course, and, and Brady. They're still kind of statuesque. But you look at, you know, quarterbacks. Look at Jared Goff. He can run. You look at, you know, even Philadelphia. You know, he's Carson Wentz can run. He's not been playing, having a good year. But do you think this league is going to flat, the six flat, uh, five, five, are those, is the days of those quarterbacks over? Or do you think that, no, they still have a place to, because it just seems to be that the league now, most of these quarterbacks, doesn't matter the color, creed, they all are pretty mobile and have some wills. You look at Joe Burrows in Cincinnati, look how fast he is. Look how the guy can run, make people miss. Look at Baker Mayfield. So do you think is, what is this league going that way in your opinion? Well, I think it's just the natural evolution of the game. Like, you looked at it in basketball in the NBA. It naturally progressed to where everyone's trying to take three-point shots. Even centers are shooting them when centers were mostly dunkers. And now you're looking at football now. You, you always looked at the quarterback position as someone who stayed in the pocket, who didn't want to get hit, who you wanted to protect at all costs because that was the main guy of the team. But now it's transitioning towards to where you need to be able to run to make plays. So we've seen it with Mahomes. He had his signature play last postseason against, uh, I think it was either the Texans or the or the Titans, where he had that sideline run and he ran for 30 yards in for that touchdown to give them the lead. And it, not only that, but like you mentioned, uh, Josh Allen, he also had a nice hit stick play. Last Sunday, like Herbert, he stiffed the Dolphins linebacker into the ground, and you don't see quarterbacks doing that a lot. So it's just, I think it's the natural progression of the position. You, you're going to need to be able to make those type of plays to progress drives or get first downs and get touchdowns. 
Yeah, you are. And, and I think that that's what they're doing now. You are seeing these quarterbacks, and they're putting a lot of pressure on the defense, especially like linebackers. A lot of them are faster than the linebackers, and they're getting outside the pocket. And now the corners and the safeties are having to close and collapse, and then, boom, throwing the ball right over those guys' head because of the fact they're thinking they're going to run and they're trying to go get them before they get to the first down marker. So you're forcing defense to be in that in-betweener. You know, either way they lose, what's a brother to do? <laughs> you're stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle, like Michael Jackson say, got to get under, get and go over, because you don't know if you if you come up, boom, he's going to throw it over to the top. If you stay back with the receiver and keep running, he's going to run and take off. So uh, he's really these quarterbacks are really putting the defenders in a, in a you know in, in a tough in a pickle in a pickle there. Yeah, and uh, talking about the defenders, how do you think this Chargers defense is going to do against uh, Christian McCaffrey-less Panthers offense? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I was like, Christian McCaffrey, and you threw that less in there. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Because I was like, wait, wait, where Christian's he? I thought he's out four to six weeks. What are you talking about? Is he? What are you talking about? Um, you know what? I, I, I look at this game, and, and you're like, oh, my God. Don't have Christian McCaffrey. What does that do for the Chargers? I, I, I tell you what that does for the Chargers. I think you're going to have a defense that's going to be very aggressive. You're going to you're going to have a defense that's going to pin their ears back. I think they're going to know that you know Carolina's got to throw the ball. Um, they got to stop the run, and they did a great job against Kansas City last week. And you saw the way that they were able to to, to shut down the run. Who the week before the young back had over 120 some yards. Um, you got to see that. You got to see it, you know, the defense can get after you. So now I think that this defense is going to be, I think, I think Carolina's got to be over there looking and saying, what are we going to do? How are we going to keep our quarterback safe? Um, so it's going to be, I think that you're going to have a defense that is going to have their ears pent back. This is a situation they know they need to win this game. You've got to find a way to go. You've got to find a way to win it. Um, uh, you look at Carolina. They're going to be still – they're still a scrappy little team. They're still going to be going ahead and trying – you know, they're going to not just go and just say, okay, McCaffrey's out. We're just going to give the game away. You don't want the Chargers to be a letdown. Is This is where you want your defense to be the defense you know that it could be. This is where these guys need to bowl their necks and then to get some three and outs and take the ball away from this Carolina team. That's what you want to do. This defense needs to be aggressive. They need to smack them around. They need to start off fast and show that this is the kind of day that you're going to have. Don't give them hope. Don't give Teddy Bridgewater in that in that offense hope. Jump on them early. That's the Chargers' game plan. I think they're gonna, you know, make sure they shut down the run and get after them early. Yeah, uh, I had the Chargers losing this game just because I didn't think that they would be able to handle the Panthers, and I I, I was very wrong on that. Not only because seeing how the Panthers played the past few weeks, but now that Capri's out. I see this as a easy win for the Chargers, but this is also going to be a very telling game for the Chargers as well because I, I've mentioned it before. They seem to play at the level of their competition with the Bengals and then the Chiefs playing up to them. And this is going to show if they're going to be a legit team or an A and 8 team that doesn't make the playoffs. If they can just beat these guys straight up, the defense, we know what the defense is going to do. Um... I need the offense to be more consistent. They, even though it's been two games, it's it was a telling of two sides. Um, first game they couldn't score that much. Second game seemed like everyone was going off against that Chargers defense, which isn't really strong. So now 
now's their chance to prove who what team they're going to be this season. Right, and, and you're right. A lot of teams have success against Kansas City's defense. You're right. But Kansas City's defense, they played well against the Houston Texans, and that's because Houston Texans don't have much on offense besides their quarterback. Um, yeah, this is, this is a situation where you look at, you look at um, Carolina, and I would love to see uh, what that, what that um, you know, what's the, what's, what's the throwing total for, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. You know, so you should go on that betonline.ag.com, betonlineag.com, and see what the over as far as how many yards. I would put it at 275. If I ask you, Izzy, 275, would you take over or under uh, Teddy Bridgewater's throwing for? I would say definitely under. There's no way he's going to put up more than 275 on that Chargers defense, even with Derwin James being out. Because look who he's throwing to. Uh, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Um, yeah, though, uh, DJ Moore, he's a really good receiver, but there's not like an elite receiver. There's not like a, a WR number one. Like there's a QB number one. Even in Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I don't see him being a QB number one either. I, th I feel like he's going to be that Tyrod Taylor type of role when the Panthers finally draft the guy that they actually want. Yeah, I, I look at this as, I, I, you know what, I would go over. I'm surprised. I, wow. I, man, so me and you, blood in the water. So we'll see next week. You guys heard <laughs> that. I, I, I say over because I, I, or you think they're going to have more? You think they're going to run the ball? You think they're going to have an opportunity just, to run the ball? I don't think they're going to have this, success offensively. No, and, and that's good that you took the under because I, I wanted I wanted to be able to come back next week and slap you around. You guys heard that this guy's challenged me again. He took the under. I'm going over. I'm, I'm going over for a couple reasons. Reason why I'm going over, I don't think they're going to have success running the ball, and I believe the Chargers are going to get up on them. And once the Chargers get up on this team, they're going to make them one-dimensional. If you're losing 14 or 21 nothing at halftime or 21-3 at halftime, now what are you going to do the second half? Even though if it's five-yard passes or Dinkin and Duncan, they're going to throw the ball. So that's, that's the reason, because the Chargers' defense is going to be all over them. That's why I'm saying over, because he's going to throw the ball, I would say, I would say 40 times. So if you throw the ball 40, you know, 40, you know 30, 35, let's just say you average, you know, you're going to probably – He's probably going to complete 25 passes, you know. And so if you look at it like that and just say times seven, you you're, you know, so it's going to be – that gives you over 300 just right there. So that's why I said I think it's over because of the fact, the inability to run the ball and because they're both going to be, because they're going to be down. Well, any team that's down 21 to nothing better be praying that they're playing the Falcons because if they are – most likely you're going to be able to win that game because the Falcons don't know how to close out a game. Uh, you could say that again. How bad was that while watching <laughs> Dallas just come back? That Dallas should have never had a chance in that game. Oh, my God. Cry me a river. You're absolutely right looking at that. But I, I think they will, and, and I, I think that they do go over three – uh, over over 275 so I, i'm gonna take that over so we'll see how that works i definitely got the chargers winning covering that six and a half so you go to you know betonlineag.com and and check it out you know you want to be a part of the game even though you can't be at the game so go on betonlineag.com take the chargers you know minus six and go ahead and 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 and, and, and load up on that is is on that under is is on is is on the over and I'm on under I'm not 
I'm not so I'm not so uh, keen of saying that the Chargers in in in, in Carolina are both going to combine for over uh, 44 points. That's why I'm on the under on that. I look at this game being, you know, 30, 30 to 30, 10. So you're still, you know, you're still under. So that's why I'm I'm surprised on that. You went over, especially when Carolina's offense, I think, going to have a lot of problems like you alluded to. And I just don't think – and I think in the second half, if the Chargers are winning and winning the way that we both believe, what is Carolina going – what is the Chargers going to do if they're winning and they're up by a lot? How do you keep the game going? How do you keep the clock running? By running the ball. So those are my reasons why that I'm taking the under, I'm taking the Chargers, and I'm taking over – 270 yards passing for Teddy Bridgewater. Boom, waves in your face. Go it is if you want. I'm going to spank him around and motorboat him. Bye, is. Bye, hater. Hi, hater. When you see me, I holla. <laughs> All right. Well, I got Chargers winning 35 to to 13. I see the Panthers may potentially getting a touchdown. I don't see it like as a true shutout, even though I don't have them getting over. 275 passing yards um in football it's really easy to get uh blown coverage and for a team to get an easy one i'm not saying that will happen but it's a possibility and low now let's let's take our picks for um our impact players on the offensive defense for the chargers low who are you going to go with on the offense oh my on the offense you know i already used henry and he was an impact that one week I'm going to go – you know what I'm doing this week? I'm taking the RBs. I'm taking Eckler and Kelly. Reason why I think they're going to be ahead and it's going to be that game where this team, they're going to rush for over 150 yards. Mark the tape. You heard me, guys. Over 150 yards rushing, this team is going to roll, and they're going to do it by ground. They're going to do it by air, and then they're going to do it by ground. One if I land, two if I see. Um, the opposite shore would be. Remember that back in the day, huh? It is little Paul Revere. So they got those horses up front that can create some space. I think it's a big game. So I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the the running backs. And of course, next week I'll give that game ball also to that offensive line because they're going to be moving some people out of the way to get that running game going. Well, I got my boy Justin Herbert as the impact player last week. I said it was going to be Keenan Allen, which it was. He he was four yards shy of. 100 yards 100 total yards and this week i think justin herbert because all the weapons that he has around him now like he got last week he kind of got comfortable with throwing to henry allen the other receivers williams and now with the week's worth of practice with the number one squad he i feel like he's gonna be a lot more comfortable and he's gonna be throwing to them a lot more too and to your point about the rushing, they had they had over 170, like you said that they would last week. So yeah, I see them getting easily getting over 150 because the this Chargers offense they need the run game to open up the passing game. So I definitely see that. And on the defense, slow. Who, who do you have going off on the defense? Well, I, I already took my I already took Harris before, so you know we already did our corners. So I'm gonna go with a guy that going to be playing hard. His brother's out for the whole year. I know everyone's sad about that. I know some Charger fans got to be sad about that. So if I can't have Nikki, I'm going to go with old Joey. If I can't have the younger one, I'm going to take the older one. Let me take old Joey Bosa. That's right. Joey Bosa to go off 
and be all over that place because you know why? He's got to throw the ball, and he's going to throw it like 40 to 50 times. So look for them to eat. Look for it. Yes, my number is three. I If you put that number at two and a half, I would take the over. That's how many sacks Nikki's going to have. Wow. Joey's going to. That's a, that's a lot of sacks in just one game for one player. Yeah, you got me fired up, Izzy. I'm ready to play right now. I, I'm going with uh, Linvo Joseph, former Vikings uh, D-tackle. I see him making it. He's already made a, uh, an impact in the, these past two games. I see him going off against this Carolina O-line. You saw uh, Christian McCaffrey. He didn't literally look too good out there because he didn't really have anyone blocking for him. So, Teddy Bridgewater, get ready. Bosa, Joseph, them Chargers D-line, they they coming for you, boy. Well, bro, them bows, they're coming. It's going to be exciting. And I, and you got to be happy for this Charger team. I tell you right, after you saw with the how they hung with Kansas City and a lot of people believe they should have won that game, um and you saw with Kansas City, they showed some vulnerability Kansas City by pounding the ball, running the ball the way that they did. So, I'm looking at this situation and looking at it and saying, "Hey, they got a great chance of making a lot of things happen. So they got to be excited about where they're at. They look at Kansas City because many believe that this is the best team in the NFL. The Chargers say, look, we went head-to-head, toe-to-toe, and should have won that game. So they got to be licking their chops saying, look, let's show these people that we're a playoff team. And I know, Izzy, you think they're winning eight games. I already told you. I'm on record saying they get in the playoffs. You're not. So don't try to back up and stop try to backing up. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, Don't I, back that truck I, up now. Don't I back that truck up with now. The facts, slow. The facts. I go oh with the facts. my god. <laughs> follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Are you ready? To, are you a chart? Are you a believer yet? Are you a believer? I still are have you a my believer? eight and eight. Not yet. I still I have eight and eight until okay. they prove me wrong. Okay. Okay. That's it's no problem. I, I remember this, and when they're in the playoffs, we'll be like, we'll say, "L.A. Superchargers." It doesn't sound as good. L.A. Superchargers, because you remember back in the day when I was playing, it was San Diego Superchargers. Now it's got to be L.A. Los Angeles Superchargers. Hey, I don't Lo, know. You, you got to remember, I, I, I ain't that old. I don't remember all them old-timer chants. That was that was only, shoot, <laughs> it's not a 2010. I mean, you were still you were still watching me run around. Come on. <laughs> Make sure to catch episodes every Tuesday and Thursday.